Hi, everyone. I'm so glad to have you guys back. I'm actually surprised you're back. Um, thank you for being here. We are on the next episode of How I Posted This, which is a podcast for social media managers by social media managers to talk about this crazy industry that we're in, because I think a lot of people don't get it. No VPs allowed on my podcast. We are only talking about the people who are on the front lines behind the biggest brands on social. And I am so excited by my guest today because this brand is so fucking cool. And I'm also an avid customer. Anyway, I won't I won't tease it out anymore. I am so glad to have here today Allison with Newly. Hi, Allison. Hi, I'm Allison from Newly. <laughs> I just got so nervous. <laughs> I just got so nervous. Hello. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. It's just you and I, baby. You and I and the eight people that are going to listen to this. No, that's not true. All the girls are going to be listening to it. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, tell the people a little bit about yourself. I know that's a dreaded question, but where where are you based out of? How long have you been working for Newly? And um, also, if you could tell the people how long you've been working in social for. Yeah, for sure. So um, like my intro, I'm Allison, and I'm currently at Newly, which is based in Philadelphia. Um, so I relocated here for the job. Um, for those who don't know, Newly is owned by URBN, Urban Marketers for People Anthropology. Um, we're their new little baby brand, uh, not so baby anymore, but um, mm. it's one of the newer brands at Urban, um, and we're based out in Philadelphia. I'm originally from Chicago, and prior to my time at Newly, I was at FCB Chicago, which is a really cool, funky town um, advertising agency. And then before that, I was at Neighborhoods.com, which I used to tell people is like a knockoff Zillow. So I've been doing social for the last five or six years, ever since I graduated. Um, so I've been doing it for a minute now. That's all I know. I've tried to like break out into other things, but social just keeps pulling me back. So I'm still still in the biz. So that's she keeps I'm, pulling you back into <laughs> yep. the trenches. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you touched on it a little bit. So Newly is the, the newest brand um from urban and i am a newly goddess i'm not even gonna say queen i'm gonna say goddess because i am going on like 14 months with newly the coin has been spent at newly the coin has been spent at newly i'm sure i have spent like easily two racks like between my monthly subscription i'm usually buying something every other month like i've put four people now onto newly i have my referral code on lock <laughs> no, for real. I'm like, I, I almost wore my, I have this giant fur coat I rent in because it's the one day it's snowing in Nashville and I wanted to wear the fur coat. But anyway, oh. I spared you. I spared you. I'm wearing my hoodie instead. But yes, I am such a newly fan. And I actually found it through social. Um, I will say it wasn't oh, really? one of your guys's own posts, but it was through an influencer. I don't know if even if it was an official partnership, it was like traditional word of mouth. But yes, mm -hmm. found found her through social. Who who was the influencer? Oh, I don't. I sadly don't Did remember. It's it's one of them. <laughs> okay, it's one of them. You one know. of the many. <laughs> well, I'm glad you know it her. It's that one. It's it's that one. You know, you know, you know who she is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it worked. I'm hooked. And so with Newly being the newest brand, and with Urban having so many just 
so many staple brands under their portfolio. It seems like between free people, anthropology, urban outfitters, there's that girl that they're speaking to in each brand. And it's so specific. Like the girl who will be up in a free people is different than the girl who's up in an urban outfitters. I'm curious, Mm -hmm. were you a part of, or do you have any visibility into the audience segmentation that went in um, when Newly was being brought up and how you guys kind of determine who that girl is for the brand? So I was not part of the inception of like, you know, finding the archetypes of what the actual like newly subscriber is, but we do have five different archetypes that we try to tap into and kind of like focus on. Um, I know that like you mentioned, like three people at Anthro, like they have like their girl and like their customer that they uh, try to like, you know, persuade to buy things uh, to market to. But for Newly, there's so many. So like our creative director and our copywriter was really worked hard to like create a brand voice that um is like distinguishable and like very just like personable to like the average person um so kind of just finding a way to market to people based on like the brand's voice versus kind of like finding one type of person because it's so hard to talk to five different people so like you know newly should just be like your bestie you know so i think Mm -hmm. that's they've done a really great job at kind of creating like that online persona on social email text everything i think they've done a great job um so yeah does that answer the question I feel like oh that answers answer that. it perfectly okay. and, I, and I mean I've noticed it I think what sticks out to me um with Newly compared to some other brands is I can tell that uh, as a part of the the customer that you guys are going after that they do skew a little younger and mm-hmm. and I can tell that because the language sounds so authentically us that it's not someone trying to be younger or trying to be in like youth culture. It's someone who's already there. And I Mm -hmm. think that is truly just so hard to do. And it, and it doesn't come across as trying too hard. It really just comes across so authentic. So anyway, I think you guys have done. I'm so glad. Uh, Our copywriter, I'm going to shout her out. It's Hannah. She's one of my best friends. Um, And she does a great job at just like, all of our captions, emails, everything. She just gets that millennial voice so well. And like, you know, the brand is also like a lot of her humor and everything. She's very much online. So I think that definitely helps with our social for sure and everything else. So shout out to Hannah. Genius, (laughs) genius. And I love how much, um, uh, how much you guys have kind of iconographed the the newly bag box. What's the official term? Mm -hmm. Sack? Satchel? (laughs) Satchel. Um, cornucopia box box box. Er, wait we interchange okay i should know this six or bag doesn't matter um whatever i think it's box or bag you know i am going to call it a satchel myself but anyway i love how much you guys have yes how much you guys have made it its own moment and it's so recognizable it's like yes obviously there's so much content about the clothes but you've done a great job at finding that that thing that makes your brand recognizable and really leaning into it anyway I'm obsessed oh I'm glad Um, I think a lot of times like sorry like on social like it's so hard to like show one type of clothing because it's not going to appeal to everyone but like at the end of the day everybody knows the newly bag so we always have to like yep push that and put her out into the world so everyone can yep. see her. I'm so excited um, for our Valentine's Day stuff. We have a really cute thing that we're doing with the bag and I can't wait for everyone to see it. Oh, so. <laughs> I'm manifesting a newly bagged chocolate box, but that's just me. 
Just play, <laughs> that's so fun. It's better. That's so fun. <laughs> I love the partnership. Um, speaking of the bag that you guys have on Insta with Noah Verrier, it's the the like oil painting. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, he is like my favorite. He, he's partnered with Duncan and with you guys. Oh, so genius to part to partner with creators like that. Thank you. I loved that partnership. I did see, I think it was Rachel Carton like posted about him or something in one of her newsletters. And I was like, we have to work with him. And he was so kind and like really easy to work with. So he was great. He did a, oh. did a great job. We're going to hang it in our office soon. So I'm excited. <laughs> oh, it's so, it's so cute. And I feel like that's an example. I know you guys have a lot of just pure engaging content on Instagram, whether it's the the Noah, uh, the Noah painting or just funny memes or beautiful aesthetic photos. Like, I think you have a lot of content on your feed that is just beautiful, engaging content. And I know on social, particularly on LinkedIn, there's a lot of conversation around like bringing value to your audience. And so I'm curious your take on this because to me, that is valuable. Sure. It's not like how to hack your newly subscription or how to style this skirt or whatever it's not tangible value but to me that content is still valuable in its own way and I'm curious how you feel about it or if you think think of it the same way I feel you know I feel like every social person has heard that like what's the ROI on this like whatever and I feel like from like a marketing standpoint like OG people have been doing marketing for like 20 years like that's how they think about things but I think also people forget that it used to be catalog email social like social used to be like the last thought whatever we used for the email or whatever was whatever editorial images that were beautifully shot for a catalog that stuff just gets scrapped and like put on social wherever it fits but I think now it's definitely moving more social email and then catalog or whatever or just the two and I think people are looking at social just to see like, what's up? Like, what is this? Like you should be, instead of Googling something, you can just check their Instagram to get like a gist of what you're looking for. So I think I am definitely on the side of, you know, it doesn't need to have like a return on investment every single time. I think a lot of times like people are just going to social for community. And I think that's something that we're really trying to push at newly is just like making sure that people are like, okay, this brand is with it. And like, they see what I'm seeing. Like I'm kind of like, if I'm seeing it and I'm a cool trendy girl and like newly's getting it, like then we're all on the same page, if that makes sense. And I think people put so much pressure on like, well, we're not getting any subscriptions from, you know, like this one social post. And it's like, well, that's not the point. Like this is just kind of like a creative outlet, like a fresh kind of like I don't it's know. The personification, to, it. It's a personification of your brand. It's where your brand comes yes. to life. Your brand mm-hmm. does not come to life through a banner ad on Mm -hmm. facebook in my opinion like your brand does not come to life on the emails that you send your customers Mm -hmm. like no shade to marketers in those spaces but like what our remit is is to bring the brand to life and that Mm -hmm. doesn't always mean selling because what emotion does that convey if you're only selling Mm -hmm. um to your audience it doesn't make them feel like a part of the community that social is meant to be also you know i I totally agree. And I think that with social too, I think a lot of times people are like, a lot of brands are just like talking to themselves a lot. Like they're just like, you know, Mm. posting about like whatever sale and all that stuff. And like, that's fine. But I think if you want to build community and you're trying to like push like that brand awareness, you know, whatever, Mm. I think 
the way to do it is through social and kind of just like giving the brand like like you said a persona like giving it a little little vibe giving a little edge yep. I think it's just like the one place where you can it's like the one job in marketing where you can be like kind of yourself you know putting your personality yes. out there and everything so um For I sure. definitely agree and I I'm I'm aligned on that <laughs> I'm aligned um I'm aligned to, to circle back to circle back on uh, the um if I could just loop back around and circle right on back to the point my low-hanging said- fruit Yes, let's 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 pick the low hanging fruit for a moment, if 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 you wouldn't mind. Um, I have my fruit basket off camera. I was wondering if we could talk more about the community aspect. So, typical with fashion forward brands, obviously you guys have a huge creator network. But what I think is great about Muli is the true intention to diversity, um, both diversity in in the in the traditional sense of the word, but also content diversity mm-hmm. and types of um, types of content creators and what they do. How do you guys manage such a broad network? Is that through an agency? Is that internal? Do you have any like, secret sauce to be managing so many creators at once? Okay, so this is kind of fun. So when I first joined Newly, um, it was pretty much a social team of one, but like I still had our copywriter and our content designer who like creates all of the content for us. So shout out to Taylor. I'm giving everybody credit where they deserve. Um, but I would kind of like run a few campaigns completely by myself. So I would go honestly, like I would just scroll through our tags and if someone had more than like four thousand followers and they look normal, I was like, let's go. Like, you know, you already use the product, I don't have to explain it to you. You already take great photos, like let's work together. Um, so that was kind of my approach. Um, and then we obviously have like our rental reveals that do really well. So it's literally just kind of like a haul video of people doing things. But now we have, shout out to Morgan, um, our senior brand marketing manager who handles all of our influencer stuff. I think they were working, I don't want to speak for the team. Um, they were working with an agency, but I think that is changing. Um, so I think it just depends on like the campaign and everything like that. So I don't, I don't know too much and I don't want to say that I do, but before it was kind of just like finding people that already knew lead naturally. Um, and then that we just like, honestly, people that I just liked. So that's, that's how it smart. Uh, I mean, you brought it back to the basics, right? <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, not to sound like a thought leader or whatever, but it's like that <laughs> that's community building at its finest is like, those are the people who mm-hmm. are already fans of the brand and you just amplify mm-hmm. their excitement for it smart simple I love that and in terms of diversity I will say like I know um there's a little bit of controversy um about you know like influencers like who were who was getting you know pulled for what you know like I think it was like last year I think it was like Victoria Paris or something said something like well all these brands are like skinny white girls like blah 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 all this stuff and I don't know if you want to listen but um I'm fine if you do but um at newly like it's me black and brown you know and then um our team is very diverse like my boss is black I've never had a black boss before um newly has done a really great job at like diversifying like our teams and just like the people that we have in leadership and everything so I think Mm -hmm. that does show um on social and like when we do post I'm like okay let's get somebody with a different body type than like what we usually see like Mm -hmm. we get thousands of like the same archetype of girl just over and over again tagging us but like I'm more interested in like how does someone that's my size or someone that's bigger yeah. like how do they style this jacket you know what I mean I yeah. think and I think 
a lot of times like when people post like UGC, they're looking for themselves when they're swiping through these oh, for sure. and everything. And I think Yulia is we're very conscious about doing that and we do our best to kind of include people as much as we can. And like, you know, prior, like maybe when I first started, um, I would just try to gift people newly just so they could try it and post a picture, you know, in it so we could use it it for like UGC just to kind of like switch it up because, you know, we got to diversify it a little bit. <laughs> yep. Yep, so yep. Yep. If that was answering your question. Oh no, that, that, that is so helpful. It's so important for people to be able to see them in your product. And I think this example, it, it fully makes sense with fashion. You clearly, and obviously want people to be able to see themselves in your product. But what, what I love is when brands who, who have no, like who, who have no physical products still value diversity. Mm -hmm. Like I remember benefit was the first brand who I really noticed where they used plus size models in their makeup ads when they mm -hmm. didn't need to technically, you know, like mm -hmm. makeup is one size fits all. And sometimes um, certain brands don't show the spectrum of people wearing makeup mm -hmm. because they don't physically need to, but benefit proactively mm -hmm. did that. And people notice um, people want to see themselves in your product, regardless of if it's fashion or food or tech or people people want to see themselves in your I am so excited to share with you guys a secret social media tool I've been using for the past few months and I couldn't believe when they reached out to become the first official sponsor of this podcast because I truly think it's the coolest idea ever and a tool I already use. Gridbank is a new UGC tool with endless UGC clips in their database. It's a great way to easily manage a faceless page, create reels and TikToks with a few clicks, and make realistic looking ads that perform on social. Where a lot of social media managers will find Gridbank helpful is when you need a quick clip for a trendjack post and you don't have time to film yourself. Sometimes you just need a short video clip to build a larger piece of content, and that's where Gridbank is awesome. Videos already look and feel like social, not boring, overproduced stock video. Gridbank lets you build a cost-effective content engine so you can make engaging content in a few taps or upsell your clients on more content. Use Gridbank to A-B test, cut production costs, and make social first videos faster. And you know I got you with a code for $20 off your new annual plan, which is officially the best value they've ever offered per clip. Use code BREE at checkout for $20 off your new annual plan with Gridbank. Um, I was wondering if we could talk about team structure a little bit. Sure. Like, what I've learned from people I've talked to so far is that social teams differ so much and how they're supported. And I'm curious if you can share with us agency versus in-house. What does your content creation team look like? How is the sausage made? Ooh, okay. Um, so our team has definitely grown in the last year. Um, so like I mentioned, for a while, it was just, just me and our content designer and our copywriter. Um, but now we have two community coordinators, one who works more on like brand affinity and posting and everything and like sourcing UGC. Then we have another community coordinator who focuses more on just like customer service uh, issues. Um, he was on our customer success team at first. So now he's on doing more community stuff. So Basically, every time you're like, oh, I, my box is smelly or, oh, I hate this, you know, uh, substitute you guys gave me and you like bitch at me in the comments. Uh, that's Jeremy. That's going like trying to solve that problem for you. So we have two community Leave coordinators. Jeremy and then, alone. <laughs> let Jeremy live. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. Every time we do like weekly reports, he'll be like, 
Um, so we got this hate comment. <laughs> you know, like, and it's just like a Nicki Minaj meme. Okay, anyway. Um, He's like, and then this there's... is who made me cry. And now we're going to deep stalk them on Instagram and hate on every one of their posts. That's And, and send her something really nice in the mail. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we have two community coordinators and then there's little old me who does more of like the creative concepts and kind of just coming up with what we post and when and why it makes sense. Um, And then next to me, I guess, like I mentioned a million times, we have our gorgeous, beautiful, so smart copywriter, Hannah. And then we have our gorgeous, beautiful and so smart uh, content designer, Taylor. So the three of us kind of will work together. So like we're looking at a calendar, let's say I'm the one that's like, okay, it's, leap day or whatever we need an inspo post who's going to do what hannah will write the caption i'll find the images and whatever um or taylor will make the video for it something like that if that makes sense am i visualizing that's so helpful that is truly so helpful um that's so interesting and i heard you just then say inspo post like oh we need an inspo Mm -hmm. post for this day is inspo Mm -hmm. is like inspo post a content category that you guys look to or is that what you meant okay cool yeah um hannah who's a genius um honestly you should have her on the pod um so newly has the closet <laughs> option you know where you can like add a certain product to your closet oh yes um, oh i i just started using the new lists feature yes save um, me <laughs> it's so good and to kind of what's the word i guess like promote that we had that new feature we started the hashtag add to closet and basically our inspo posts are things that you obviously can't add to your closet so it's like this birthday cake or this bow made out of butter things like that that makes the bow sense. made like, out of butter was iconic <laughs> so that's kind of where the content fits into what we were talking about earlier where it's like just the i don't mean to diminish this by calling it this but like mm-hmm. vibey mm-hmm. vibey content that personifies the brand it's not necessarily like have you tried this on your newly app or in your next rental do x it's just truly personifying the brand so that's what you guys would call inspo posts or inspo Mm -hmm. content yes that bow post that you're talking about is my pride and joy i put that together in like three hours and i was so proud of it it did so well everyone loved it our creative director gave me a pat on the back and i was very happy um, and at first we were like, are bows over with? Like, are we still talking about bows? Like, I feel like it's overdone. And I was like, no, it's not. And we're going to try it. Because, you know, the average girly in Oklahoma might not know what it is. So we're going to give it to her. And Girl, it well. people are bowing. People are <laughs> bowing right now on Gen- the January 16th, the year of our Lord, 2024. It, November 9th, 2023. You guys were like at, on the crispy cusp. I think Don't just like count working yourselves out with being late. You were on it. You were on it. Well, working at Urban, like everyone's been doing bows for like a year. Like everyone here is a tastemaker. Oh, right. You know? Oh, right. So, like, oh, right. Oh, so we've seen right. it already. Oh, my gosh. That's actually a factor. Okay. That is a factor I actually did not even take into consideration. You are working with the trendiest bitches ever. Literally. Okay. Literally. Does that help, like, not not to put you in, like, a sus? Mm-hmm. I don't want you to feel like you're being backed into a corner with this question, but does that, like, help you or hurt you? You have so many trendy people around you that you're working with. Like, do you take inspo for them? Is there someone in the office that you bug for, like, fashion trends that you might not know or, like, someone else that knows everything about homeware or whatever? Like, do you have those people that you go to? For sure. Um, I think, like, our merch team and our buying team, like, they're on it. Like, 
they will mention brands I have never even heard of before. If I'm like, oh, I really like this jacket from Sandy Liang, but I can't afford it. Who has a dupe, you know? And they'll give me three different brands that are all under whatever price point and like they know it. I remember my first week when I moved here, there was a girl, she was wearing like a prison jumpsuit. And I was like, what the hell? But I get it now. I get it now. Like these people like... That's the evolution of working at Urban. Day one, you see a prison jumpsuit and you're like, am I done? And then years later, you're like, oh, I understand. And that's the full, beautiful evolution of working at your job. Literally. Um, I think also there was one time there was a girl, she was wearing a bodysuit, but it was like purposely unsnapped. Oh my God. Unsnapped in the crotch area? Yeah, front. Oh, like it was purposely like kind of hanging out. Yeah, front oh, and back. That. And I was like, I was like, <laughs> wait, was like, front and back mm-hmm. and then buttoned over the jeans? <laughs> no. Nope, just free, okay. like, Got drunk it. on a Wednesday night, just but... unbuttoned. But, like, that was her look. Like, and she served it that wow. day. And you know what? She didn't even look bad. And I was like, honestly, she ate that. Like, she did it. <laughs> yeah. You've, you've learned how to eat in the truest sense of the mm-hmm. word. Um, I would love to hear if you're okay to share the behind the scenes of mm-hmm. the butter bow post, because I think that's the most iconic thing ever. And so from an outsider mm-hmm. looking in, it's a couple pieces of UGC you sourced. Is that right? Or did some of these you bow yourself? Ooh, I wish I bowed it myself. Um, so for this one, this is all outsourced like UGC content. Like I originally was like scrolling through Pinterest, um, which is where all good ideas start on Pinterest um starting a bow board and then I would just see who had already posted it on Instagram so we could request rights um I think in the year of our lord like you said 2024 <laughs> you do need to ask people for permission before you post oh, it oh yes ma'am um, yes ma'am and sometimes like they will ask for like oh I need a hundred dollars for you guys to post yeah. this and we'll pay for it but um yeah. Yeah, I'll start at Pinterest and then just see who actually posted it directly. If it's theirs, if it's their art, I'll ask for it. Um, and then we kind of just like negotiate from there uh, if needed. So that's nice. how that one came about. I I don't know why I'm dumb and I've never tried to think of starting with Pinterest with sourcing UGC. I think it's because normally the links go to like a mom's blog. But right. that's so smart to like filter through or like find find the Pinterest posts that directly originate from Instagram because that's where yeah you need to have the one-on-one you have to have an ability to have the one-on-one with the creator in order to Mm -hmm. get permission wow I love that um sourcing UGC to tap into trends is really smart especially if a brand Mm -hmm. like I think some of the people listening to this might not have the license to post random cool shit like you guys do and I hope that they use Mm -hmm. this as an example to ask their bosses to let them do that because it allows you to jump on trends like you didn't like you said you didn't have to go yourself and go bow a croissant like the Mm -hmm. croissant was already there and you were able to still leverage that in a fair way by either compensating the creator if they asked for it or getting permission and anyway once you open the door to UGC it makes life a lot easier yeah I think a lot of times too like as a team we're always trying to figure out like what is a lower lip post for us that still kind of will say the same thing that we want it to say. Um, so I think just like, like you said, finding like work, like workarounds for things like that is just always helpful. And it's good filler content too. We just like literally. Have nothing, so it's yeah. good. Can you talk about your planning process a little bit? I love how I didn't like in the outline I shared with you before we started, I like did not talk about any of this. You're just inspiring me <laughs> no. to ask you new things. I'm so sorry. 
going off of the plan here a little bit. Um, no I was worries. wondering if you could share about how you guys plan ahead for content. Um, I know this probably differs between busy seasons and slow seasons, but like, what's your ideal state? Do you guys like to look a month ahead? And how do you weave in sort of announcements that you know are coming with just like evergreen inspo posts and stuff like that? For sure. Um, ideally, I try to work with a team um, two months ahead. We'll do it kind of like by season. And like, I don't know if you work retail, like, you know, that you're talking about Christmas in August, you know, like you start talking about Christmas, like really soon. So like, sometimes it just doesn't match up with, you know, what's timely on social, but to answer your question. So we'll kind of like look at the calendar for the month. And then we'll kind of like, identify what, um, like real time content is like, you know, for example, um, Friday the 13th, we did like a flash tattoos post. Uh, that did really well for us because it was like timely, blah, 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 everything. But so we'll kind of like look ahead. Oh my God, I can't talk today. <laughs> you, you you can. It sounds so good. You sound great. <laughs> okay. Um, Don't worry. So we'll look, a month ahead. we'll look a month ahead and I'll kind of see like what is like happening, whether it's like the Oscars, like whatever, what kind of like cultural moments are happening, what kind of like just calendar things, like should we, should we or shouldn't we post on this time? Um, what promos are going out at you know, whatever, what's email saying. So I'll kind of like look at everything that we have already and just see what makes sense for social. So then those are kind of like predetermined things that we talk about or like mention maybe. Um, and then we'll do like our, if you, you know, which is our like UGC kind of like a, it's like a screenshot post, you know, like when brands will be like, oh, someone said this about us on Twitter, but like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so we'll do like two of those and then we'll have like, the ads a closet like I mentioned like the bow post we'll have kind of like two of those so we'll already have like some content already like pre-decided um and then the theme of those posts will just go based on whatever like the season is what our merch team wants us to talk about it all just like depends on like what the larger marketing messages is are that like makes sense for social mm -hmm. um and then uh, what else and then honestly like we'll just kind of like shoot the shit in a room and just be like this is really funny. This is happening. Oh, this time. that sounds like that. a dream. What the <laughs> fuck? That sounds so fun. It is fun. And then Damn. that's so cool. after that, that's like our round one. And then we check in with like my senior manager, which I didn't mention. We have a senior manager who kind of like oversees all of us, um, our art director and our creative director and our art director will kind of just be like, you guys cannot do that. That is, <laughs> I wanted to do like a, a Thanksgiving, like table post nobody steal my idea uh, <laughs> and it was gonna have like an overhead shot of like the table and like you could like kind of scroll but it would all be like newly products like in like traditional thanksgiving like whatever um, but he was like first of all you don't have a camera that can shoot that wide like this is like a drone type of thing like allison you can't do that and i was like oh okay so we have someone that's more like you know telling yeah. us what's realistic and like what's not um so yeah, we basically, the three of us get to kind of come together, figure out like what we want to do. And then we'll have like our director, creative director and our senior manager kind of tell us like what's possible and like what tweaks to make and if it makes sense, just things like that. Um, but usually wow. like, they're very like. So it sounds kind fun, of autonomous, you know? eh? Yeah, it's really that's fun. So nice. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. I love that. I love the idea of kind of like, I don't know if I, I don't, I don't want to speak back what you said incorrectly, mm -hmm. but what I heard is that you kind of take the marketing announcements or the stuff that's coming down that's more like official product updates mm -hmm. or announcements, and you 
plug those in first and then everything around it kind of turns into this creative white space like what do we do that mm-hmm. has worked before how do we make sure we at least pepper in those inspo posts or the, the tweets to ig or whatever and i love that you get you get to be super creative yeah thank you for articulating that for me it is so hard when people ask me like what i do and i'm like blah, 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 and we have this calendar and blah 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 and all this stuff so you just articulated really well for me thank you Yay, <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad <sighs> So I would love to hear about your partnership with Sabrina Breyer, who, for those who don't know, is like comedian extraordinaire on TikTok. She does a lot of the videos where it's like your best friend who secretly isn't happy for you or like your sister who won't stop talking about their new job or whatever. She does a lot of those character personas. And I think it was absolutely iconic that you guys worked with her because, in my opinion, traditionally for a fashion company to work with a comedian it wasn't the most natural fit but it seems like it worked out so well so I'm curious if you can share more about how that came about so basically I was just scrolling through TikTok um, and I saw that she had tagged us in the comments because someone was like where is that jacket from or whatever and she's like oh it's from Newly." or people would comment asking where something was from and they were like oh but you can rent it on Newly." so she clearly already newlied um so like that was great and then I like sent it to our slack channel being like omg like Sabrina Ryan is talking about us um and then our influencer manager I guess like went to her team and was like we want to work on this campaign with you um and then yeah they worked on a fall campaign with her it was really great I really can't talk much about it because I wasn't there um and I wasn't in the room when they were discussing everything but it came from organic social just literally through comments like people tagging us her tagging us um it was a really like net like organic really natural um collaboration so and cool. again like I mentioned earlier like I would always want to work with people that already knew it already so it was just like kind yeah. of like a really good fit and um the video that she did with us um is actually Hannah who I keep mentioning uh, <laughs> it's her holding the phone and kind of like doing like the dialogue with her and everything so it's I don't know it was a really great partnership everybody loved it she looks great in everything she rents from us so um free press so is good. always good press and then now she's getting paid to work with us so yeah oh that's so smart I love that I feel like I've heard that theme a bit like look at the fucking tags like I think Mm -hmm. some of us social media managers like avoid the tags because it can get a little wild but you have proven it can be worth it to find the right Mm -hmm. opportunities and the people that love your brand because they can be your biggest wins that's so oh my god one one time at FCB I was working on Cottonelle um, doing kind of like community management stuff and I think it was Chelsea Handler posted like a that meme that's like over or under for like toilet paper and oh. everyone <laughs> it went like you know like those like meme pages always do super well I guess yeah. and um, yeah. I was going through the comments because they were like oh go through the comments and see if anyone like worth you know sh- is worth shouting out from you know who commented on it Drew Barrymore was the only heathen who said under uh, <laughs> and everyone thought it was like such a good idea so like they went to Drew Barrymore's team and they were like um we saw you commented that you do it under like blah 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 started this whole thing with her and then um Cottonelle got like a 30 second spot on her show just from like a comment so she left on Chelsea and yeah so oh my god that, <laughs> that I love that shit that's amazing pun intended it's random it's so good um, I would love to hear about 
how you guys keep up with the cool girlies like so much of your content is so relevant so now whether it's jumping on a social trend or being up with the bows or whatever like do you have any tips for those of us who aren't cool as you to keep up with what's happening in culture do you have any resources or is it really just about being natively online i would love to hear um i definitely think i was gonna say just be a cool girliana but um... right (laughs) right right i would say honestly like i've just forever like I yeah was a tumblr kid and then before that I was like a youtube comments little troll like whatever (laughs) neopets club penguin like I was on that shit like I Mm -hmm. have always just like this is horrible like everyone talks about ipad kids I was a pc kid like I was on that computer (laughs) computer room I was just talking about the barbie baby game with someone the other day do you remember all the barbie games like uh uh Damn, I thought that was my cool girl point of entry. But no, I was a I was a club penguin girly, of course. Of course. Pop Tropica. I did it sometimes, but you had to like, didn't you have to have like a Pop Tart or something to do it? No, but that's that would have been a hilarious collaboration. (laughs) (laughs) But I know Um, what you mean. You kind of just have to be in it. You have to be in it. And that's why people should hire social media managers in the audience age range or in the demographic that they're trying to target i think that is also proof that you should just let people do their jobs i don't yeah know. could be fun yeah amen i love that. yeah i don't know that's I a great idea like, <laughs> sometimes in social i think they just really overcomplicate things yes um I know. not even newly but just like brands in yep. general like they just want it to be like this certain thing i was like yeah. if i could shit post all day we yeah. do numbers you know what oh, I mean? Oh, I know. No, we have millions. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Like we we get it. But I think that's I think that's where it's hard because I think we dig ourselves in that hole a little bit because on one hand, I'm in meetings with execs being like social is so important. It's the personification of our brand. It's the heart of our brand. It's where people connect with us and know about us like no other marketing channel can. And then I'm also like, also don't care about anything we're doing and please ignore (laughs) everything. So it's kind of like, I'm trying to figure out that political balance because it's hard to say both things at once. Like this is the most Mm -hmm. important thing ever and ignore it. So anyway, I think it's a challenge for us to crack that we need to be able to convey the importance without opening the door for scrutiny i think you know they just need to like let us cook let us do our own thing let us let the girls vibe you know what i mean like i think mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be like this like i don't know concrete mm-hmm. thing every single time like we can just do things just because it's funny like i don't mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. don't hire a comedian mm-hmm. then i don't know what to tell mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. <laughs> amen i love that <laughs> i love that um can you tell as we kind of wrap up wrap up our time together i was wondering if you can tell the folks at home how you landed this job and what skills you think helped you land it yeah for sure i think i tell everybody this story and i honestly i don't know i feel safe sharing but um when i was Mm, at the agency i just like was not having a good time i was not cut out for agency like at all i had come from an in-house startup before so 
again, like I came from somewhere where like everyone was friends. It was a little bit in, I don't want to say incestual, you know, but it was just like, I don't know, just vibes, beer and like Cubs games. Like it was just fun. And then I went to an agency and like that was just, it was a little bit when like some COVID restrictions were lifting. So I had started completely remote and then we started going in. Um, and it was just like a different vibe. Like I had never been somewhere where I just like, didn't feel like my team, like wasn't on my side, you know, it's like a very, I'm sure other people from agency can talk about this and I'm sure not every experience is like exactly the same as mine. I had the hardest time. I just like, did not feel like myself. I just like, did not feel like very like welcomed there. Um, Mm. just like, didn't feel, it wasn't the right culture fit for me. And I'm sure Mm -hmm. some people like eat that shit up and like, love that, like Mm -hmm. kind of like corporate game ladder kind Mm -hmm. of stuff I don't do that and I learned that very quickly during my time there and um I was extremely stressed like literally grinding my teeth at night and I was like girl you are selling toilet paper like it's fine (laughs) like you're fine and I don't know I'm sure like the people that I worked with at that time could probably say something different, but I just knew I was like not in the right place for me. Um, and yeah. I remember just like one day I had like a horrible day at work and I was just like crying to my parents. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like whatever. And I got on LinkedIn and I looked at urban's like LinkedIn page. Um, and I also fun fact, I used to work at urban in college. So I was already oh, kind of familiar. So with the cool. Love <laughs> that. Um, so I, already kind of knew like how like the business like was like blah 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 all this stuff and I had always been like I want to work for Urban like I want to work their headquarters someday whatever and so I was like well why not now and so I went to LinkedIn saw that Newly was hiring like a social media person and I was like there's no way like no one's gonna even like respond to me so I applied for the job but then I also messaged this woman who was like on like the talent side like she does like talent acquisition or something I never met with her. We had not been connected or anything. And I just sent her a message. I added her in the, like, sent her a note being like, hey, like, um, I used to work at, like, the stores. And, like, I do social now. And I saw, like, this job, blah, 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 all this stuff. Like, I would love to, like, learn more about it, all this stuff. Did not think she would respond. She literally got back to I sent this to this woman at, like, midnight, like, a psycho. Like, just being like, please help me. I hate my job. Like, I'm going to kill myself. Like, whatever. And then she yeah. messaged me, like, that morning. We've all been being, there. Like, We've all been yeah. there. She messaged me in the morning and she was like, yeah, I'll totally like flag this to like a recruiter, like good luck. And then it just went from there. So I just got super lucky and like just messaged like the right person at the right time. And I don't know, it worked out. And I think, you know, like a lot of jobs now for people that are job searching, like, you know, I, people in college would be like, your network is your net worth. And I was like, shut up. But now I get it. You know, like you just have to like not be scared to like, every everybody wants to help you you know what I mean yeah. I feel like you say like the right thing like people are willing to help so that's how I got and no job. one will help you if you don't even fucking raise your fucking hand like I'm not gonna there know you, go. you need help I'm not gonna assume you need help you mm-hmm. need to you need to tell someone you need help and reach out your hand and mm-hmm. anyway my thing with the network too is like post on LinkedIn yeah I've I've seen so many returns on investments from posting on LinkedIn yes it's cringe I get that it's cringe it doesn't have to be cringe and it can actually like really build it can build the network of people you know and that feel a more personal connection to you and Mm -hmm. what has really helped me with posting on LinkedIn is people internally at the company who I don't even work with will message me and be like I loved what you posted about influencers we're working on this cool 
campaign and we've we really think an influencer extension could be good for it or whatever it gives you opportunities at work like it's not just for your (laughs) next job it's for your this job like anyway no i agree big fan big fan of the ally (laughs) (laughs) yes lily (laughs) i love her (laughs) um this was such a great combo i learned so much that i personally am going to take back my team if that's all right it was so um healing to hear a lot of like similar stories uh that we go with that we deal with on a daily basis so thank you so much for blabbing with me of course i hope i didn't sound like a big idiot just being like blah, blah, blah. No, you sounded no. like a huge <laughs> genius so oh thank you it was so perfect much. um to my listener <laughs> my one listener wherever you are Thank you so much for tuning in. Next week, we'll have a fresh episode right to your headphones. And it's going to be so good. I can't wait for you to hear it. Um, As always, follow me on LinkedIn for some behind-the-scenes updates and any teasers for my next episode. And I hope to see you next time. Thank you so much. Bye.